Welcome back to my show. This is the Ben Brown Won't Shut Up show. I am joined by my guest, Jason. You know Jason from another podcast I'm on called Real Impossible, where we review bad movies, and another one where we review uh, film franchises. What's up, Jason? Uh, Not much. It's been way too long. <laughs> way too long. Yeah, it has been a while since we've kind of recorded together. I think the last one we recorded was the was it the little things which was a good episode if you have not heard that yet please go and find the real impossible podcast and find that episode and listen to all of our episodes while you're at it but um so but uh you have been on my show before actually now i think about it i just just i realized you were on episode six uh it was one of them yeah about going to memphis (laughs) yeah driving to memphis yeah i took like a month off from my own show so that's why that feels like forever ago (laughs) but um but yeah so it still has been a while since we kind of recorded together and uh so are you now this show as you know is basically just all random questions and topics and uber facts and just would you rather questions and then for you tonight because you're a big movie guy that's they call you mr movie dude yeah, well, that's what I call myself anyway. I, I mean, that's that that is your nickname, Mr. Movie Dude. So, yeah. you know, I figure, you know what, we're going to talk about some, you know, we're going to talk about some movie questions and topics with this episode. So are you ready? Right. Yeah, bring okay. it. Okay. All right. So this question number, well, I already asked you the, the first one. The first question was, what have you been up to? You already answered that. A whole lot of nothing. I mean... I mean, some stuff that I'm not really going to talk about that you know yeah. about. Did you ever? Did you ever get? Did you ever get MLB 21 the show? I did. You like it? I, yeah, I like. I mean, I I am a lonely I, a lowly peasant who just has a PlayStation 4. So I, you know, I, I've tried to get a PS5, and you know, yeah. you can't. It, it's like it's a game in itself to get a PlayStation. It's a job. Yeah, it it is like a full time job trying to get a PlayStation Five. It really is. I mean, <laughs> I got one luckily somehow, right place, right time. You know, but but you know what? That's not all you've been doing. You've been pretty busy. You've been busy in the gym. You've been hitting the weights. I see. You've been very busy on like on TikTok. You know, making a strong presence there. So I mean, you've been yeah, not, you've been busy. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, I for years I've been I I've had this Instagram biscuits gets fit for years yeah and to be honest for a while there it was biscuits gets fat because i just you know i start and then i stop and then i start and i stop and it's just a vicious cycle that everybody Mm -hmm. everybody who's somebody of my size tends to tends to go through and i've been mostly unemployed for a lot of the year so far Mm -hmm. and so one day i was just like you know what i I can barely fit in my car. What am I doing? And so I was like, I'm just going to pick this Biscuits Gets Fit back up again because people love a good transformation story. Yeah. Now I'm doing it for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want to I get healthy. I want kids someday. I want a family. So like there's reasons for me to get healthy. Yeah. But at the same time, people love a good transformation story. So I'm going to fill myself in the gym. I'm going to do weigh-ins. I'm going to do a monthly updates and mm-hmm. instagram and tiktok and maybe someday youtube i have a youtube channel set up for it i'm just you know i haven't made them up yet so well, yeah yeah well that's good man i'm glad you're doing you know something that makes you happy and something that you know that's helping you stay you know stay positive and working hard at you know like that's really good 
Well, the thing that I didn't plan for is going back to work now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was my full time job, just eating right and going to the gym. Yeah. Like that's all I had to do. So I was I was excelling at it. But now that I'm working again, I haven't been to the gym in two weeks. <laughs> so like yeah. I got to find some middle ground where I'm able to accomplish it all. Yeah, that's that is a struggle. That's a struggle for like just like like for me, like just balancing work, podcasts, going to the gym, staying fit and staying healthy. And then honestly, the most important, the hardest part to me of all that is just eating healthy. Like the diet yeah. is like the number one to all you know, just to getting fit and just the diet is just so important. And then, you know, just having the, the, the time to just, you know, to prepare and get all the healthy foods, man, that's time consuming. It's time consuming. And I mean, I could do that on my day off, but I have this situation where I got, I don't have a gallbladder anymore. And, you know, this is, this is a show where you guys have talked about some pretty messed up stuff in the past, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically if I eat before I go to work, like at some point throughout the day, I'm going to have a blowout. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And that's disgusting. <laughs> but that's what we're here for, to be disgusted. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, this, this is... But the, I don't want <laughs> to scar my coworkers like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this show is just, just a nice, fun, relaxed show. You know, you can say whatever you want, basically. I mean, yeah. you know, we try to keep a family. We try to keep it somewhat... Uh, family friendly only because I think someone's parents, my parents listen to this sometimes, but, oh. <laughs> but uh, no, but that's not a big deal, but um, yeah, anyways. Yeah. But anyways, I'm glad, you know, it, it's nice to seeing you, you know, you're active, you're on TikTok. You're very, a very social person. You don't stay to yourself, which yeah. is, I think it's really good for like, you know, the, like your mental health to just kind of, you don't want to be, no one wants to be a recluse. That's not fun. No, especially in a year where everybody was kind of forced to be a recluse. Right. Like I, yeah. and I'm naturally, I stay to myself just because I like doing my own thing. I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't like getting dragged to do stuff that I don't like to do. Mm-hmm. Like I go to, I go to the, uh, the zoo by myself. Yeah. Some, someday when I have kids, obviously I'll take kids. But right now, like I, I go to the zoo by myself. I could see there's a giraffe if I want. I could spend 30 minutes in the penguin house. Mm-hmm. Like I, nobody could tell me what to do. And I enjoy that. Right. Like, yeah. You know, I'm seeing a little bit of both, like, you know, because, you know, but say like back in like October, I would have thought like, man, when this pandemic is over, everybody's going to be just getting out of the house and everywhere's going to be crowded and stuff like that. But like, as things are starting to kind of lessen up, restrictions are going down. You still don't really see a whole lot that maybe people are still kind of hesitant and everything. And, and cause you know, people still have to wear masks and when people don't really want to wear masks. So they tried to do anything they can to not have to wear masks. So therefore they don't leave their house. But like, I noticed there's a lot, like a lot of people that are just not ready for this to end. Like they're kind of liking the new lifestyle. They're kind of liking the privacy and, you know, the excuse to not go out and kind of stay to themselves. And I mean, I am seeing a lot of the people too, are just like, that are like you, that are just want to be social, want to go out and try to do whatever. But I'm also seeing the other end of it too, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, um, I could tell we're coming to an end of it because I went to a Chinese buffet the other day. Yeah. Local to us. And beforehand, they had everything cafeteria style where they scooped it for you. Mm -hmm. But now they're letting everybody scoop their own stuff again. Which tells me that they've decided that, you know, we're good now. Yes. But at the same time, not to get morbid, but over in India, they're running out of wood because they keep cremating people. Mm. 
and they they don't have any wood left to help cremate the people so people yeah. see that and they're like okay over here it's fine but on the other side of the world it's not fine so yeah i don't know what to do man that is morbid as fuck but that really does put things in there yeah. into perspective of what's really yeah. going on outside of you know <laughs> outside of our all of our little lives that we got going on um yeah, everything's fine for us but even up in canada yeah in canada nobody can get their vaccines it's like yeah we're fine but everybody else is not so right you know i saw the same thing too with the buffets i saw the exact same thing uh of course okay we're not i don't want to get hung up on this for too long but i saw the exact same thing when i first went when the but when they opened back up and i know everyone's thinking like ben you're fucking crazy why are you going to a buffet in the middle of a pandemic that's because i don't think they're any more or less dangerous than any other restaurant because like at a buffet you can see what's happening it's all out like if something happens someone can see that you know it's exposed to the eye, you know, to the human eye, people can see what's going on with the food. When it's in the kitchen, someone, you, you never know. So your waiter or somebody could have just sneezed seconds before picking up your plate and bringing it out. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't know what happened in the back of that kitchen. You don't want to think about it, but it's true. You don't know. I haven't, I haven't had any fear with going to restaurants. Like, yeah, I think I went back to a buffet like last July. Yeah. Like it's it, been almost a year. Like I right. didn't care. I was just like, yeah. I could catch it from touching a gas a nozzle, putting gas in my car. Like, there's it, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Exactly, and I I completely agree. I've not been afraid of restaurants or buffets no. ever. If I was, if I was really concerned about that stuff, I wouldn't go. But anyways, yeah. okay, all right. So let's move on. Okay, so my next question is, okay, so this is the would you rather question. Okay, all right, and this is would you rather have the ability to summon any bird you want out of the sky for self-defense or have early screen access to any new movie you want. Early screen access? Why would I need a bird? You know, self-defense. That's, yeah, basic, that, that's basically a superpower. I mean, it's a superpower, but I'm, it's not like I'm walking around getting attacked by ninjas all the time or something. <laughs> like, I don't think I need self-defense on a daily basis, monthly, <laughs> weekly, yearly basis. So if I could go see any movie I want early, anytime, right? Like I'm good. Just uh, let me go see Spiral and Quiet Place too. Let me see Black Widow right now. Yeah, you know I'm not shocked by that. I figured you were going to go with that anyways. But me, I'm kind of you know I I agree with you. I think it it's the be better long run to just be able to see the early access to all the movies because I'm like you. I'm a movie guy. I like I you know I love movies. However, though, the ability to summon any bird you want, I mean, just to have a bald eagle or, you know, or, uh, you know, a cassowary, even though that's a flightless bird, uh, <laughs> you know, just to appear out of nowhere and just attack whoever you want. I mean, you can fight crime with that, with that ability. You can, but it, it, we're, we don't live in Gotham City. <laughs> like, we don't need it. <laughs> no. So there's no reason for us to ever have the ability to summon birds whenever we want. Unless, like, you know, I mean, anything's possible in 2021, but unless World War Three or Civil War Two or, <laughs> I don't know, a zombie outbreak happens, which birds aren't going to be able to stop zombies. They're just going to peck them, and the zombies are going to be like, oh, I'm still going to eat that guy. <laughs> yeah, but then the bird gets bit by the zombie. Then that bird is no longer your friend. Well, you know, zombie birds are cool. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So let's move on. Okay. So this next question is, okay, what movie do you consider to be perfect? Like, what is the best movie? I know you're a big movie guy. You review a lot of movies. You've, uh, you know, you've got a chance, you know, you, you have reviewed a lot. You've seen a lot. So what to you, what movie out there would you consider to be the perfect movie? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I That's a hard one, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> because like every probably. movie, even Citizens Kane, like, I mean, I know for the longest time it had a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was like one of the, the longest running 100% ever. But I think now it's like down to 99% last time. Yeah, I didn't like Citizen Kane. Yeah, I, I saw it when I was like a kid. I was forced to watch Citizen Kane because I really wanted to watch Face Off. Mm-hmm. And my mom's cousin, who we were living with at the time, she's like, all right, you're 12, 13. I forgot how old I was. But you're not old enough to watch this movie. But I'll let you watch this movie mm-hmm. if you sit down and watch Citizen Kane first. <laughs> and I took like a three-hour nap or however long Citizen Kane was. Yeah. But then I got to watch Face Off. Um, honestly, I'm going to say Parasite. Parasite? Which is recent, but the only yeah. thing wrong with that movie is it's not in English. Yeah. Like, and- it's it, the pacing is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's It's got comedy. It's got drama. It's got freaking horror, which you comes out of left field, which, spoiler alert, but whatever, yeah. we, did, we did a podcast about it. Right. Um. Yeah, it'd probably be, like, the closest to perfect I can think of. That's a good... Yeah, that's a good example. I, you know what? I really like, I'm trying to think of some, like really for this question, it's like you automatically start thinking about the Oscar winners. Like, cause those are, I mean, they won Oscars for a reason, like best picture, uh, like, like Slumdog Millionaire. That to me was a really good movie. But the thing is like, I don't know if I would watch that again. I don't know if I would watch Parasite again. Parasite was a great movie. Like I loved it. We reviewed that. We both. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I gave it a 10 out of 10. I think you did too. That really is like a flawless movie. Yeah. Uh, it, and then the subtitle thing, like me, I like watching movies with subtitles on. So that doesn't really bother me. Um, and so do I. But I also think that sometimes you miss some things. Yeah. And you're focused on reading and you're not focused on what's going on. And Parasite has so many great setups and mm-hmm. cinematography is beautiful. And you're, you're focused on reading what's going on. Yeah. The only non-Oscar winner. Okay, I got two, two good movies, uh, and they're they're classics. I'll, I'll go with one, Jurassic Park. That's my all-time favorite. I love it, and Jaws. Like Jaws is a great movie, and I feel like honestly for its time, uh, because it it basically they were working with a shark that barely worked. I mean, it was it's kind of impressive what Steven Spielberg was able to do with that movie. Yeah, I mean, those are great movies. If we're going classic movies, I don't even know what I would. <laughs> I like a lot of movies, and I never. Yeah. yeah. Jurassic Park's up there, but so is E.T. Mm. But to me, so is Heavyweights. So, you know. Yeah. You know what I think is the best sequel, the perfect sequel, like the best sequel of all time, in my eyes, is Empire Strikes Back or Star Wars. I loved it. Like, I think the best sequel, I think that it's like, because, you know, you, typically sequels are not as good as the original. So, but I think the best sequel, I think Empire Strikes Back might be number one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was my, actually, my introduction to Star Wars. Was it? Like, I had never seen a Star Wars movie. I didn't even know what Star Wars was. But when they, mm-hmm. when the original trilogy got re released in theaters in 97, yeah. I got dragged. I didn't want to go, but they, they, 
dragged me there telling me we were getting White Castle afterwards. <laughs> and it was the theatrical re-release and I saw Empire and I was like, okay, that was amazing. <laughs> what, what's the next one? Right. Yeah. yeah, but as far as perfect movies are concerned, I think Parasite is a really good one. I think that's a good answer. I, my, I'm going to go with Jurassic Park. You know, I, lo- I love Jaws too, but those are just classic movies. It's hard not to pick those, especially since they're like my favorite movies. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, next on, now it's time for question number five, which is when we do the ferocious five. Now uh, on this, this is a segment that where I just asked the guests to list five things about a particular topic. So for you, Jason, you have to name five remakes that need to get made eventually. Like what five remakes do you would like to see happen? Number one, I would like to see uh, one that we actually did in our creation quarter thing, the loss of pastor. <laughs> Cause if it's remade as like a serious movie, like, like I would, I would, I would pay, I would contribute money to that funding. <laughs> um, I think, I think we need a new back to the future. Yes. Yeah, whether, I agree with that. whether I would like for it to be a reboot, but to be honest, if it's a remake, like it's, it's back to the future. Like I'll, I'll watch it regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, an American tale and or Fievel goes west. Good I don't know fun. about doing the live action remake because that would look cool, but it would also look a little creepy. Yeah. Um, I would remake Mac and me. Did you ever see that? Mac and me. I did not see that. Mac and me was like a cheap ripoff version of ET. They came out around the same time. And, uh, it's just like a little bit, it's, it's, it's the storyline of ET, but the kid is in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, so um, I would love to see a remake of that and it actually taken seriously because it kind of got overshadowed by the popularity of E.T. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know how they, you know, Deep Impact and Armageddon came out at the same time. And like these these things tend to go in two movie cycles where one ends up getting forgotten about. And finally, I would remake, and me and you have talked about this because I want to do it personally, is Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> and have it be more based off the book. Mm-hmm. And have it be like a Netflix series. Yes, that see that's flesh everything out. That's eventually what. That's really what all Jurassic Park fans really want. Is we really yeah. eventually we want to see something that goes solely off the source material, versus some director that just hey we're going to do this instead. You know, like we actually want to see like the book actually come to life. And there's really no perfect way. To, I mean, there's no more perfect way to do that than with like Netflix or like HBO Max to kind of give it a nice, long, drawn-out series. I mean, that, that would be awesome. And I have ideas with it, like HBO, mm-hmm. Netflix, contact me. I've written out, I've written out a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Spielberg. I know you're going to listen to this, Steve. Spielberg, not other Steve. Like, contact me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to do my, my five. And these are not my top five. These are just five that I can come up with right now off the top of my head. First one is Jaws. I think this is long overdue. Uh, I think, honestly, I think Colin Trevero, who was already pretty much working with Jurassic World, kind of over, kind of taken over. He's honestly, he's the director that's done the best job. I mean, there was Joe Johnson, but he really, he's the only director that, like, I mean, Joe Johnson is okay with Jurassic Park 3, but we all know how that was. Uh, received it didn't do very well in the box office I feel like 
Colin Trevorrow kind of took the franchise and made it relevant again, did a good job with Jurassic World. So I, I would I would like to see what Colin Trevorrow could do with Jaws, you know, see if he could kind of revive that franchise. You know, and I, I know we got a shitload of shark movies out there. We got Sharknado and just crappy CGI, just terrible movies. But I want to see an actual legit filmmaker such as Colin Trevorrow or someone like that that knows what they're doing, a high, you know, big budget movie and remake Jaws. I feel like that needs to happen. Well, you know, I think everything is going towards the series route. Yeah. Like, what about Jaws remade as like a five or six episode miniseries? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd be down for that. If they can make the shark look real. I mean, it never looked real, just to be honest. But still, that's besides the point. If they can, if they can somewhat do a better job than what they're doing with all these other shark movies that are coming out nowadays. If they can make Samuel L. Jackson look like he's in his 30s and Captain Marvel, <laughs> they can make a real looking shark. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. My next one, I want them to remake Speed 2 and bring back Keanu Reeves for fuck's sakes. Like, just retcon it. Just pretend that Speed 2 didn't happen. Exactly. That would be the first time a film franchise has done that. Like, you look at like Halloween, like uh, the Halloween 2018 pretty much acts like none of the Halloween sequels exist. It's strictly, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, if they could do that, I'm sure Speed could do that. And let's be honest, nobody cared about cruise control or whatever it was called. (laughs) Uh, I guarantee there's not one person you can walk or run into on the street. That even remembers the actor, the guy that replaced Keanu Reeves. I don't think anybody knows who that was. I don't know who that was. I'm thinking. <laughs> exactly. I, I know who it was, but I, the name isn't popping in my head. <laughs> Ed, Ed Keanu Reeves, man, he's like... Isn't it the dude from Terminator? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. This, I have no idea, honestly. It could be Rob Lowe for all I know. I have no it's idea. Rob Lowe. It's a, <laughs> it's a TV actor. Oh, for sure. oh, oh! It's Jason Patrick. Okay, Willem Dafoe was in that. He was probably the villain because he's got that villain-looking face. Willem Dafoe was in that, and so was uh, Sandra Bullock, right? Sandra Bullock, obviously, but Boba yeah. Fett. Oh, okay. The guy who plays Boba Fett was in that. Jason Patrick, you would know best from The Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean. He- he was uh, he was Michael in The Lost Boys, the main character. Okay, it's been a yeah. while since I've seen that, but yeah, I my point point I'm trying to make is that movie sucked, and I think they really <laughs> need to they need to do justice to that franchise because all the hard work that Keanu Reeves put in for Speed One got completely freaking ruined on Speed Two. They need to revive the series right now. Get Keanu Reeves while he's still in shape and doing all that karate shit that he's doing with, or the gun fu stuff he's doing on John Wick. Bring him back. Make speed even better. It would be about a smart car now. (laughs) A smart car. I think you know it would. Yeah, a smart. Yeah, I mean that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Or put him in a submarine for who knows. You can do whatever you want, you know, or an invisible jet or something. I don't know. But uh, anyways, okay. And my number three, uh, I would like to see Face Off get remade. Because like, Face Off was a good movie, but like, I would like to see like, you know, with relevant actors today, see what they could do with something like that. Uh, I liked Face Off uh, when I was a kid. I think eventually we're going to see another Face Off movie, but 
I think it's going to yeah, happen. Eventually. It's going to happen eventually. They're actively working on a sequel with <laughs> with Travolta and Nicolas Cage both coming back. Oh, jeez! Like they're I for, yeah, they're actively working on it as of like a month ago. They're like kings of the five dollar bin at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, which is why they're so cheap. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Okay, and then okay, so that is number three. Number four. Uh, man, I would like to see them remake. Oh, I should have thought about this list. Uh, well, it would have been Mortal Kombat, but they just did Mortal Kombat. I want them to remake Mortal Kombat again because I wasn't really impressed by the new Mortal Kombat. I was kind of let down. I thought there'd be more story to it, more character development, more just an overall better movie. Like, yeah, it had great looking violence and action, but you can get that from a lot of movies nowadays. Uh, so, yeah, that's number four, even though we just got it. But I was disappointed by it. I'll go with I want them to remake another Mortal Kombat, but make it better this time. You know what they should have done because it was basically a prequel yeah. to the Mortal Kombat Championship or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They should have because my roommate, when we were watching it, he's like, "Yeah, this is basically Mortal Kombat Conquest." Mm. They should have just called it Conquest, and then the first trailer comes out. They're like, "What's this Conquest? Why does it start with a K? That's not how you spell Conquest." And then they show the people from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait, what? It's it's a prequel to Mortal Kombat. And then the second one, call it Mortal Kombat. That would make more sense than what they did. Because that completely, yeah. honestly, I think that really hurt the film. Because people were expecting a, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> if people were expecting a tournament, they'd be kind of disappointed. But uh, And why anyway. does Goro look like he's straight from Warcraft? <laughs> Yeah, he does. He does look like he's straight from Warcraft. They just right. copied and pasted him. They're like, this will work. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't like that. And the, the, the character of Cole was a completely waste of screen time. He didn't do anything. He, was, he didn't do anything for the movie. I liked him as a character, but they were building him up to be the new Scorpion. Yeah. And then he wasn't. He was just this dude with a weird, fishy, rubber-looking suit. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. that's... No. <laughs> yeah i didn't like that either so i i am i am suspicious that there was a last minute rewrite with that i don't know all the details i don't follow the behind the scenes or what it what the making of that was but i have a feeling there was some writing interference with that because it it that whole the ending feels very sloppy and rushed you know what i'm saying like it just kind of i don't know what it is but there, there was a writing mistake with cole clearly or like i honestly think that he was originally meant to be the new scorpion and then someone stepped in and said no we can't do that <laughs> well you know that movie was we don't get very many movies that especially yeah. one as popular as mortal Kombat, that was filmed in complete secrecy that's true nobody knew it was happening until it was done filming they're like <laughs> wait a movie just finished shadow filming <laughs> and i'm pretty sure it like finished filming during the pandemic like yeah or close to it. I don't know. But yeah, it could have been better. We'll never it, know what it could have been. Right. We uh, we can only hope that Mortal Kombat 2 was actually, or 1, whatever you want to call it, where the one where the next movie it will be better. And then number five is my all-time, uh, one of my favorite action movies is Die Hard. I know they've been, they've made so many sequels from that, but I think Bruce Willis's time is probably getting near the end you can't really revive a uh, franchise when you got a a guy that really cannot do action movies like that anymore 
you know, I don't care what kind of stunt doubles you can find for him. I think they just need to remake it. Just remake it, get a whole new actor. I don't know who, I have no idea who you get to fill in Bruce Willis's footsteps. That's, you know, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. I mean, yeah, he's, that'd be good. That'd be a good choice. Uh, I think someone like him, I think, or maybe a Chris Pratt would be, would be pretty good. Uh, trying to They're think. talking about, and this is actively in development. They're talking about doing a Die Hard remake called Die Hard mm-hmm. with Charlie Theron. Oh, so and uh, she's saving his, she's saving her wife. And like I, I look, we <laughs> we female remakes or whatever they are. I don't care if it's a female remake. Ghostbusters didn't have to happen. This no. doesn't have to happen. There's a time and place, and Die Hard is not that time or that place. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little, I have nothing against, I didn't see, I was all excited for the female Ghostbusters movie and then I saw it and I was kind of disappointed by it. I thought it felt forced. Yeah. What they need to start doing in Hollywood is, did you ever watch the movie on Netflix, uh, Finding Ohana? Uh, No, I did not. Okay. So Finding Ohana is a movie set in Hawaii that was started, developed. It was supposed to be a remake of the Goonies. And then far into development, they're like, look, we got this story. This isn't going to be a remake of The Goonies. Let's just do our own new movie. Like to the point that the guy who played Short Round in the Indiana Jones movies, who's in The Goonies, like he's in this movie. Like that's how close to the original it was supposed to be. Wow. But they just went a completely different direction. That's what they need to do with these movies. Like play Mm -hmm. with the idea a little bit, but then do your own thing. Yeah. Like do like a spinoff thing or some sort of. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you there. Uh, man, yeah, I'm not so sure. I didn't hear about the Charlie Theron rumors for that. I mean, I would watch it, see how it does. I'd give it a chance, but like, I don't know, man. Like, they already did that. It was called Atomic Blonde. <laughs> yeah, Atomic Blonde. I got, and I do, feel, I feel like uh, the new Angelina Jolie movie gives kind of diehard vibes too, where it's what <laughs> it, instead of, um, what is it, for those who want me dead? I say that's like to me that looks like Die Hard, but in the middle of a forest fire. Something tells me that that's going to be more. The focus of the movie is going to be mainly on the kid, yeah, and dealing with the wildfire. Mm. Like I know there's going to be a shootout because you got to have some kind of action thing, a- action element. Mm-hmm. But I think the main focus is going to be on this wildfire is going on. We have to save the kid, mm-hmm. and oh, and now there's somebody chasing them. Like, yeah, I don't think it's going to be about that though. I don't know. I am excited for it, though. I am excited. I cannot wait. Do we? I mean, we got Spiral on the way, which I know you're excited for the new Saw, uh, yeah. Saw movie with Chris Rock. I'm excited for that. I, and it, I've mentioned this to you before. I am out on Saw. Like Saw movies, they needed to stop at like five and then they made eight of them. Yeah. And I was like, these movies are awful. But then Chris <laughs> Rock was like, you know what? I want to see another Saw movie. I'm going to write the Saw movie and act in it. And then he got samuel L. jackson to be in it that's awesome like that's it's not gonna be like the other saw movies and if it is it'll still be better because chris rock is involved so yeah that's good you know that's awesome it kind of reminds me like how danny mcbride even though he's not in it but he was heavily involved with the with the new halloween movie and i love the new halloween 2018 i loved it i thought they did a great job with it best sequel of the franchise by far so um i like and in the fact that and I like that Danny McBride kind of had a good, he put a good touch on it. So maybe hopefully, hopefully Chris Rock does the exact same thing for Saw. 
It would be like if they made a sequel to Sharknado, <laughs> but The Rock was the star. Like it, it puts it in a whole new category. Like it's still Saw. It would still be Sharknado, mm-hmm. but now it's like it's a whole new prestige thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like that uh, they got somebody new, somebody with a different perspective, put their own kind of spin on it and, and stuff like that and then see what we get, you know. You see some actual creativity going on with some of these franchises. Yep. And I'm with you. I I tapped out on the Saw movies after the third one. No, it was after the fourth one. Because then it just got repetitive. It kind of turned into it turned into torture porn after that. And it was just too much. Yeah, it was the first one was really good. The first one was like a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Like seven. It was compared a lot to seven because of the whole Yeah. Yeah. But... No, yeah, I agree with you, yes. Um, okay, all right. So my next question. Okay, and this next one is, all right, so what character should have gotten hit with a major lawsuit at the end of their movie? <laughs> I saw this question online. I thought it was hilarious. A lot of people had a lot of good answers. But what is one character that comes to your mind right off the bat that at the end of the movie would have gotten hit with like a major lawsuit? Like they would have gotten sued big time. Clark Kent and Man of Steel. <laughs> Clark Kent and Man like well, Steel. I don't remember. I don't remember what the court proceedings were about. Yeah, but I don't think it was about like because he destroyed the entire <laughs> metropolis was gone. Yeah, it got Batman's attention. Exactly. Well, yeah, he he was running through it trying to save his life and other people's <laughs> lives. Yeah, yeah. Clark Kent should have been sued. Yeah, I would say you could say. I mean, honestly, you can make this. You can say this about almost any movie like one that comes to my mind immediately is john wick just think about all the families the the people that he killed that he would have to like (laughs) i don't know i just feel like they would have to they would get some compensation or something for their loss i would agree with you but you know most of the everybody in that universe seems to be in on it they all seem to be a part of (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) and then like everybody's an assassin i don't know Like, the entire world is an assassin. That's the only thing I have about the John Wick movies. I love the John Wick movies, the action, choreography, uh, the plot. I love it all, Keanu Reeves or whatever. My only thing I didn't like is that they made it seem like everyone in that world is an assassin. That's the only thing. But I think they did that so, like, so John Wick is kind of beloved and not look like a murdering psychopath where he's just like killing anybody like he's killing people that are also evil too so therefore it's okay yeah i agree so that's pretty much i think that's why they did that but uh anyways john wick and also like of course the avengers i mean they absolutely wreck cities the hawk himself destroys buildings and everything but they kind of address that in civil war yeah they, that's one thing the mcu is really good about that is they there's nothing done that doesn't have consequences yeah like yeah so that's actually really good mm-hmm. yeah i would i would agree okay all right so moving on to the next question okay so uh what oh, we just kind of we just kind of talked about saw but is there any upcoming movies that are on your list that you would want to go see that are getting ready to come out i mean there's a lot coming out over the next couple of weeks you have spiral this friday well the day we're recording this it comes out this friday yeah next friday is quiet place two 
we're like two weeks away from the conjuring three we're like three weeks away from i'm a huge hamilton fan Mm-hmm. And Lin Lin Manuel Miranda's first musical is called In the Heights. Like I'm looking forward to that. I don't even like musicals, but for some reason I'm looking forward to that. Um, there's a lot coming out, but everything's still fluctuating. Like Black Widow was supposed to come out like this weekend, <laughs> but then they changed it to July 9th. So yeah, things keep changing. So you never know what's coming out and when. But yeah, yeah, those I would are- say those that I mentioned are pretty much the big ones. Yes, uh, I agree with those. I'm looking forward to all those. Uh, and you didn't even say fast. Did you even say Fast and the Furious? I don't know when it comes out. Is it coming out at the end of the month? I think right now it's still slated for June 25th. Okay. As, as of right now, that could have changed. I have no idea. But it's, to my knowledge, June 25th, uh, you know, at the time of this recording. But Things are changing. Things are moving up. I'm honestly right now, I'm looking most forward to watching Loki. On yes. Plus. I'm looking forward to that too. And uh Yes, I'm looking forward to that. The new Fast and the Furious. Yes, I know those movies are completely unrealistic and far-fetched and stuff like that, but let's just be real. Most movies are. I kind of just take reality and just chuck it out the window and I just enjoy a good action movie. I, I like the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm a little kind of, it's going to be weird though without The Rock being in it. I mean, he's been in it since, you know, Fast Five. So it's going to be kind of weird seeing how it is without him you know but um yeah especially because dom's supposed to have a brother in this but yes i've yet to see him in the trailers (laughs) yeah uh it's it's cena right he's played by cena yeah yeah but john cena's invisible oh that's true that's good point like they keep making a big deal about this but every time he's supposed to be on screen there's just nothing there yep oh man jeez that's a good point. Uh, I didn't think about that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think honestly this movie might make or break John Cena's movie career. I really do think. I think if this movie bombs, John Cena might be going headed back to wrestling. I I think that'll be his role in the Suicide Squad. Peacemaker. Yeah. Because James Gunn is all in on John Cena as Peacemaker so much that he made a whole show based off of him. Which okay. they're filming right now in Vancouver. Okay, yeah. So and John Cena's taking that role so seriously. Like mm. he's they uh James Gunn sh- uh put a picture up one day. It's John Cena on his off day walking around Vancouver with the peacemaker costume <laughs> on because awesome. Yeah, yeah, so. let's hope it let's hope it, it worked out because I really do think it's gonna make it make or break because I really I already feel like Hollywood is kind of uh Kind of, they don't really know what to think of him. They know that he's this big wrestling superstar, probably going to go into the WWE Hall of Fame and, and stuff like that. But I think as far as like being a top star in Hollywood, where he could be the top billing of any movie and and do what The Rock's doing, which to be fair, that's going to be very hard to do what The Rock's doing. But like, I really think they're like, I think they see that potential in him. But then also, I don't know if they're really the, I don't know what producer director is really going to, take that risk but it sounds like james gunn's going to be the one to do it he's i think most of all he's a comedian yeah i think he's gonna do best in these action comedy he might be able to take over die hard that's a good point yeah i mean i could see that i could see that yeah yeah so i'm looking forward to the fast and the furious movies the one movie i'm looking forward to the most obviously well i'm looking to jurassic world dominion but that's a whole year away so i'm not even going to talk about that i am looking forward to the scream five trailer 
whenever that's going to drop. I'm, I've been excited for that because I have a feeling, and I don't know this, this is just my own gut. I, I think that Scream 5 is eventually going to get moved up because historically it was always released. Like, you know, the first two movies were, or actually, yeah, first two movies were released in December. And I know December has one huge movie coming out this, you know, this December, Spider-Man, No Way Home. But uh, I, I don't think Scream is going to want to uh, go against that. But if they pick a different weekend, I think it might work. Yeah, it's set to come out in January. Scream 3 came out in January mm-hmm. that I remember. Yeah, it did. It, Scream 4 came out in, in like April. April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the first two came out in December. But like if they're doing, if they want to do like a whole like, you know, because it's the fifth one, kind of like, you know, I don't know, to, to bring it back. I don't know. I just feel like December is the right month for it. But I mean, who knows? Let's just go to the show. I, I think maybe they just want to stay away from Spider-Man because they just, they probably just, especially since it's going to be, I mean, it's a, it's a Spider-Man movie. It's going to do very well. It's going to kick ass in the box office. So maybe they just want to stay away from that. And I don't blame them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it's just like, everyone knows that January is just the month of not very good movies. Like January is uh, traditionally just a bad movie month. That's true. But there's there's such a stockpile of movies that need to be released now. Yeah. I think once everything gets back to as close to normal as we can get, yeah. Like we're going to get something epic like every couple of weeks because there's just so much that has to come out. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. It's like every yeah. weekend we just got this major movie coming out. And for a, if you're a movie fan, I mean, that's kind of what you want, right? Oh, yeah. I I'm, can't wait. I, I can't wait for it either. Okay, I want to get your prediction. When do you think we will see the Scream 5 trailers? Around Halloween. Around Halloween makes sense. Probably, let's see. It's a Warner. Hold on. What? Let me see here. What's your prediction while I look this up? My prediction is early August, first weekend in August. Okay, it comes out January 14th. Spyglass Miramax is owned by Warner Brothers, I think. Yeah. If Miramax is owned by Warner, no, it can't be because it would be HBO Max. Well, I don't know, maybe. See, I don't know. That's you would think it's going to come out with something that is set to come out September, October, August. That is not a Miramax movie, but a oh, it's Viacom. Yeah, it looks like Paramount. Paramount yeah, Pictures. Paramount. So is that re- is releasing it. So we might be seeing it on Paramount Plus sometime. Man, wouldn't that suck if they're like the pandemic's still raging too too hard? <laughs> We're just going to put drop this on Paramount Plus. That just that's gonna hurt it. Yeah, it would. No one wants Paramount. I don't know what's coming out from Paramount because Paramount. I guess we could see it when they release uh the Bond movie. Yeah, because Bond is I think a Paramount movie. Yeah, that's usually that's that might be Sony, right? Or a Lionsgate. Is that a Lionsgate? I don't know. (laughs) So many Lionsgate. Yeah, I we'll we'll see it around August, September, October in the Halloween season. Yeah. That makes sense. Horror movie. That's the perfect time to drop a trailer. Yeah, I agree. I didn't, I didn't see. I don't think I sent you this story last night, but they're making the creative team behind Happy Death Day and Freaky are making a movie that's said to be Scream meets Back to the Future. Ooh, OK. Yeah, that's good. That's a good concept. Yeah, uh, so that should I'll, be pretty cool. 
So my prediction, because I'm actually, I'm still predicting that the release date's going to get moved. I think it's going to get moved to early December. So therefore, we'll see the trailer sometime mid-July to early August. That's my prediction. My prediction is it'll probably get moved to February. Oh, okay. Because every movie is getting, (laughs) you got to remember, December is awards season. Yeah. And a lot of those movies in December that are New York and Los Angeles only hit worldwide in January. Okay. So they're not going to want to compete against something that's getting a lot of Oscar buzz that could, especially right now with so limited movies being in theaters, mm-hmm. it could, uh, they could end up pushing it to February not to compete with those. But in February, you got to compete with what? Shang-Chi or something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Shang-Chi is, is Shang-Chi November or is it Shang-Chi November? I thought was September 3rd of this year. Something's coming out in February, though, and I don't. Remember. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not you're right. There, yeah, there is. Yeah, we don't. We don't have the <laughs> release date of all these movies in front of us. We're just going off the top, you know, going off what we know. But anyways, that was a good conversation. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I always enjoy talking movies with you. Uh, great talk. Um, uh, I know we got to get going. Um, again, I want to say thank you to you for you know. I want to say thank you for you know coming on my show. And then I look forward to having you on again. But before we go, uh, is there anything you want to say? Anything you want to shout out? Or just follow me on Biscuits Gets Fit on TikTok and Instagram, and uh, go back and check out our archive of Real Impossible episodes. We're not done with Real Impossible. We just have to find a time to pick it back up. Yes. And we will someday. And when we do, you'll get episodes every week. But yeah. we got to get to that point. So listen yeah. to the old ones. Yeah, go go back and listen to it, and also tell us what you think. Yep. And then also, and then now for my show, please don't uh, don't forget to follow, don't subscribe, uh, follow me on social media. Just look for the Ben Brown Won't Shut Up Pod. Uh, I'm also on TikTok too, so if you want to, you know, if you're on that, you can find me there too. Don't, don't forget to rate, um, or if you don't mind rating, please rate. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all we have for this episode. And until next time. Uh, Stay safe and yeah. See ya.